uh, morning. Um, just uh, first want to thank everybody for um, uh, coming out to Media Day. Um, before I uh, uh, take any questions, just have a couple things I just want to say, um, and um, then I'll be happy to answer anything that you do want to ask. Uh, first, I just I, I want to make sure that um, we recognize our, our ownership, obviously our ownership group led by Clay Bennett, and, and there's several other people involved that um, are tremendous uh, individuals and uh, citizens of Oklahoma City as well. Um, you know, the last summer like this or um, opportunities like this really are, uh, you know, only ideas and opportunities unless, you know, we're given the opportunity and the support uh, to execute on those. And, um, I, you know, I just I can't say enough about the group as a whole and what a pleasure it is to to um, to work with them. And um, the other thing I think I just want to add about them is it's a, it's a great group of people, but they're also incredibly uh, – humble people, uh, our ownership group. Uh, and for that group of guys uh, to be from Oklahoma City, uh, to get along the way that they do, um, to um, support us as they do, there's just no egos in the group. And um, I think it's one of the reasons why, uh, I think it's a huge reason for the ability for us to sustain the level of performance that we've had since uh, 2008 going into this is our 10th anniversary. Um, uh, the other thing I just want to add about that group of guys that we've all had the pleasure of of, uh, of working for is they're incredibly passionate as an ownership group about basketball in Oklahoma City. They're incredibly passionate about uh, the Thunder. Um, and they're incredibly passionate about Oklahoma City uh, as a city, as a place, as a home, uh, as a thriving um, uh, community. Uh, but at the same time, they balance that with a tremendous amount of respect for our players. Uh, they respect their craftsmanship. They respect their space. They care about them as individuals. They care about their families. Um, and um, they create a great environment for our players to, to work because they know that they have the things they need to be successful, but they also don't have um, a, a lot of distractions. And um, I think that takes a lot of humility for, for, for an ownership group to operate that way. Um, with you know, moving on, obviously to uh, to the the trade um, with respect to Carmelo, um, an incredible opportunity for us and a rare one uh, to add a player like like this. Um, I, I think the best word to describe him is describe him as dynamic. Um, you know, I think <clears throat> offensively, there's some things about him that are different and that um, I think could be really special with our group in particular. One, um, you know, his ability to stretch the floor as a catch-and-shoot, three-point shooter, regardless of uh, corner or non-corner threes. Um, he was over 40% in both of those areas over a period of time. Um, and, uh, you know, he also shoots an extraordinarily high percentage on uncontested ones, um, which hopefully with the, with the group that we have, um, he, he'll be the beneficiary of some 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 open opportunities or more open opportunities than he's had. I also think Billy, uh, you know, with with respect to a player like Carmelo, will be exceptional in terms of putting him in positions uh, to experience new things, um, to uh, move him around. And, and Billy is really excited about this opportunity because he really feels like Carmelo is somebody that uh, is a really underrated passer. Um, and also a guy that gets to the free throw line at a really high rate, um, but also, as I said before, is a guy that's an exceptional catch and shoot three point shooter, and just gives us another opportunity, another 
player that we can play in different spots. And I think that's one of Billy's greatest strengths is just, you know, utilizing the, the, the flexibility of the team and, and thinking creativ- creatively. Uh, so we're really excited about that. The other thing I just want to add about him and that I've admired for a very long time um, is just his professionalism and the way he carries himself. And everyone in Oklahoma City will have an opportunity to, to meet him and get to know him. Um, but from afar, uh, you know, he, he is a very, he's, he's, he's a rather dignified guy, in my opinion, the way he, uh, conducts his business, um, the relationships he has around the NBA and the respect that he garners from, um, many different people from owners to referees to executives and, and obviously players as well. Uh, he's, you know, he's had a, uh, we all know it's been a, a challenging, uh, situation for him. Um, and you know those things type those types of things happen, um, but I thought he handled it the best way he could, and that was another reason why, in speaking to a lot of people that know him and know him well, um, we really felt like he would not only be a really good fit for our team, but I think you know he carries himself with a professionalism and a class that um, as a Thunder going to our tenth year, we we want that to continue to be a hallmark of our organization. Um, so with that, I'll, I'd open it up to any questions. Sam, you talked about on Friday how it was a, a risk not to take uh, a chance to get Paul George. Do you feel that it was the same way with our Carmelo? Um, that's a great question, Mike. I, you know, I, I don't, I didn't think about it in those terms um, with Paul George. I, I did. I think, um, I think in this case, I think it was mostly opportunity. Um, you know, obviously it. Um, it doesn't come around very often that the ten-time All Star is is um, available, and then it's unique in the sense that it, he had a the clause in his contract where he could he could choose the place to go. So, um, I think opportunistically, the the ability to you know make the trade to be in the position to to be on the list of teams, and then as I said to open the press conference to to be given the ability to be aggressive by. Clay and the other um, members of the ownership group. I mean that, um, you know, that's what takes ideas uh, or theory and you know and turns it into actual practice. And um, I, I look at it being like opportunistic. To me, um, the the risk. I, I don't see it as much of a risk because of the team that we have in place and the way he complements the team. Um, it's, it's just kind of where we are in terms of the life cycle of the organization and. The last thing I'd add is, you know, we, we've been at this for 10 years now uh, in Oklahoma City, and we've had a, 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 you know, it's been an up and down experience, but I think it's been an incredible ride for all of us to be on and a lot of success that we've had. Uh, and the ability to find a way to sustain that, you know, beyond the the kind of the commonplace team cycle in today's NBA is, is about three years of high performance. and. You know, if we can capture that and, and elongate it even further than we have with a with a, a trade like this, um, you know, I, I think it's a, a great thing for the city, a great thing for the fans, um, and a great thing for our for our players and coaches. Sam, uh, yep. Chris Lincoln, Oklahoma Sports here with your old buddy, Coach Ted Owens. Hey, Coach. <laughs> Real quick, uh, how did Colorado come to get on the radar of the Oklahoma City Thunder in terms of teams that accept the trade for? Any update on all the uh, Dwayne Wade rumors? Oh, sure. Okay, so first first part of your uh, question, um, you know, it, it's a, a unique situation when the when a player has that um, uh, ability. 
So it's kind of a you're, – you're kind of just kind of waiting and seeing. Obviously, you're preparing. Um, quite frankly, you know, we've prepared every offseason exactly the same way that we've prepared for this offseason. Sometimes things – um, you know, break in a, in a good way, and sometimes they go against you. And we've been kind of fortunate, obviously, that some of the things that we prepared for have, have worked out. Um, but um, we got informed, you know, by the Knicks that this was a potential opportunity, and, um, and from that point, we were able to engage. Um, you know, I don't want to get into how, how or when the conversations picked up, but, um, you know, our job is to be in touch with all the teams all the time to have a pulse on what's taking place. And, 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 you know, fortunately for us, um, you know, we've, we've been benefited by having good relationships with different people. Um, and, um, we have a lot of different people that, uh, we lean on to, to have those conversations, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like we had a good pulse on what was going on with New York. Um, but, um, until you're on the list, it doesn't make a difference if you can make a deal or not. So once that happened, we, we engaged, um, Scott Perry and I, uh, worked together in Seattle for a year um, and have been close friends for 15 years or so. Um, so we talk a lot, but the conversations, uh, you know, specifically about this deal, you know, didn't really pick up until we got on the list. Uh, second question, sorry, uh, Dwayne Wade. You know, um, as I said before, we try to prepare for uh, as many situations as possible. We know that these types of buyout situations are possible. A lot of times with buyouts, the um, – there's a there's kind of an idea in advance where the player might be leaning toward or going to, um, you know that remains to be seen. But um, you know he'll go through the process and and um, we'll be in touch with those people just like the rest of the league. Uh, anytime there's an opportunity uh, to make the team better uh, since 2008 or I guess really uh, I, since 2008, you know we've tried to put ourselves in position to to capitalize at least know what's going on. But that doesn't mean that we're going to do anything. We just want to kind of understand what's taking place. And in this business, sometimes things are are, are decided in advance, believe it or not. Um, but um, you know, we'll, we'll see how that one plays out. Sam, understanding that that it's it's early, obviously, but, but to what degree have there been discussions with Melo just about positions and power forward versus small forward and where he'll be used and that sort sure, of thing? Sure. I mean, those are conversations primarily that you know Billy will have with him. Um, and um, I'm sure that those conversations will, you know, continue to evolve in the, in the coming days. But um, I think that the way that he impacts the team as a catch-and-shoot player, you know, figuring out how we do that, uh, and then also not getting away from the things that he does exceptionally well, which is, you know, play with the ball in his hands. And um, I know Billy and his staff have been, you know, hard at work at figuring out how to play to everybody's strengths. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, you know, we talked about this morning that you know, all the same things win. You know, I, I said this the other day. Like whether you're playing in high school, college, junior college, the NBA, like there's certain truths in in, in, in basketball that have to be fundamentally executed on a, on a day-to-day basis before you can worry about um, you know the the uh, the intricacies and the tactics. And um, you know, we'll have to start working on those things tomorrow. You know, it, it's not something that. Um, comes together quickly and you definitely can't skip steps and as I said I'll just reiterate again like I can write the stories for all of you you know the first time that uh, we look uh, sloppy or we drop a game here or there or you know we're working things through um, you know that's natural and, and I wouldn't I wouldn't say you guys shouldn't you know react that way but 
the vision for our team and the way we've gone about our business is always to think, see things for what they can be and not for what they are. And I think we'll know what we can be, you know, after 82 games. And, um, you know, we'll focus on, you know, what we can control to get to the end game uh, starting tomorrow. Yeah, Sam, uh, you talk about Billy preparing for this season. Did he have two plans going, one with Carmelo, one without? I mean, it seems like a big difference whether you have him or not. Yeah, um, well, you know, as I said before, uh, the uh, the opportunity to, to acquire a player like this and um, doesn't happen quickly. So it, it's not like um, – you guys know I'm from New England, so it's not one if by land, two if by sea. As much as I'd like to believe that everything, you know, goes back to uh, Paul Revere and uh, Concord, Massachusetts, um, but um, I think that uh, he he reacts. You know, when once we have a player like that in place, you know, there's an infinite amount of op, you know possibilities that could take place. But I think what makes Billy really good is he focuses on you know, what he has, uh, how to, you know, create the best version of that. Um, and one of the reasons, when, you know, once I remember sitting up here uh, with him when we introduced him as a coach in this room, and a lot of questions, you know, were posed to me. is like, well, what were the criteria, the things that you thought were important? And one of the things that I thought was really important, why I thought he would be a great coach for us was, you know, he's shown that he, he's evolved and continues to adapt. He's very curious um, you know, he has a creativity. Uh, he has a lot of the the in the um, uh, criteria or qualities of like a high performance person, regardless if they're um, you know coaching basketball or doing something else. And so one of those things is adapt adaptability and curiosity. And I think that's a huge strength of his that he hasn't just held on to the things that have worked, but he's been willing to you know. Uh, push the limits, be creative, and 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 go through some of the 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 messiness that gets you know it's a kind of a requirement for making progress, and so uh, I think we'll see some of that. I hope we see some of that. To be honest with you, I hope we see some uh, stretching. I hope we see some things that you know we didn't think about uh, or haven't thought about yet, because that's the only way I think you can break through and, and continue to make progress versus just you know stay stay you know stay in the lane sometimes you gotta you 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 know you you've got to be willing to to go through some of the creative process in order to get the benefit of progress i think he'll do that all right thank you guys Uh, let me ask you billy you know you thought you had added one superstar you've added two the pressure sort of goes to you to figure out how to use these guys what what have you done and what are your immediate thoughts about how you how you incorporate carmelo well, you know, I, I, I still think that with this happening so close to, you know, the first day of training camp, you still have to do things as a team to be successful um, on both ends of the floor, both offensively and defensively. Um, obviously, Carmelo is a great scorer. Um, he's done it for a really, really long period of time. Um, I had a chance to spend some time with him yesterday. Um, really enjoyed, you know, being around him. But... For us, it's going to be that process of you know coming together as a team because you, we obviously have a lot of new players, a lot of different players that have never played with each other, and that process beginning tomorrow to understand that this will be a journey that we'll have to go on together as a group to try to continually improve and get better and, and, and become hopefully as close as we possibly can to, to our ability.
Uh, Billy, how much of um, yeah, talent, how much is, is it going to be these guys understanding just because they've all been lead role guys? I mean, is it much a mentality thing? It's just an X and O deal, how they have to work together? Well, I, again, I think that's that's the case on any team if you want to be successful. Like, there are certain things that, you know, I just consider the rules of basketball that you have to do, you know, to be a, a good basketball team on, on both ends of the floor. And, uh, you know, these guys have been in the league for a long period of time. They've had a lot of uh, individual success. They've had team success in different situations. So, Again, I think for me, like the opportunity that we have is the opportunity that we get a chance to go to work every day and improve, get better, um, and and try to figure out, you know, how we can be the best version of ourselves. Um, you know, and again, we'll have to do it collectively as a group. I mean, uh, certainly Russell and Paul and Carmelo, um, there's a lot of excitement around them, and rightfully so. But, you know, Stephen Adams, Andre Robertson, you know, Jeremy Grant, Raymond Felton, like we got to be a team and it's got to be all of us collectively as a team. And I think that's where the focus is right now going forward. Billy, sorry to turn it back to the trio, but um, do, do you have a hunch even as to how Russ, Paul and, and Carmelo can enhance one another's games? Well, I think that's it right there. You know, how 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 do we as a team and as a group of players uh, make each other better, and I think to you know expect Russell, Paul, and Carmelo, uh, or anybody else on our team, whether it be Patrick Patterson being new and Raymond Felton being new, that they're going to hit the ground tomorrow running, and it's just going to be this cohesive unit that's played together for five years that just hasn't skipped a beat. That's the challenging part. That's the exciting part. You know, when you start with the building of a team. Uh, once training camp starts is those are the things that we're going to have to work through and get better at and I think we've got a group of guys that are really good guys that are going to want to do that to, to I think they understand the things that you know you have to do to be a good team so um, those are those are areas that we'll have to work through and, and get better at Billy, Sam was interesting that you kind of view Carmelo as a little underrated as a passer I wonder if you could just speak to what what you see as his strengths, where on the floor you, you think he might be best suited? Is he a, is he a power forward and, and what he might be able to bring to wherever he is? Yeah, you know, I think with a guy like Carmelo and certain players, they're almost positionless players when it comes to from an offensive standpoint because of their ability to do so many different things offensively. Um, you know, I you know, found it very interesting a couple of years ago even seeing him a little bit, you know, with Team USA and, and how he played there and different situations he was in there and the way he played the game. You know, Carmelo, you know, even the last two years playing against the Knicks and watching film, like he's really a smart player. He knows how to play. I think he's got a good feel of how to play. Um, I do think he sees the floor. Um, I do think he has very, very good vision. Um and I think he put that on display, you know, uh, with Team USA at points at, at points in time. So um, I do think he is because of his ability to score. I think there's sometimes with players like that they they miss out on seeing a lot of other things that they're capable of doing. Billy, uh, you, you guys had to part with Ennis Cantor in order to get this deal done, and, and Ennis was such a big part of the the rebounding dominance that you all have had for the past two or three years. Uh, does losing a guy like that and gaining a guy in Carmelo Anthony, does it force you to kind of shift your identity as a team and, and, and play more of those small ball lineups? Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the the I think the game's changed in a lot of different ways, you know, over the years. Um, you know, 
for me as a coach, I think the hard part sometimes is you know being with Ennis for two years and just the kind of person he he he, he is and um, the impact that he had on our team, um, his sense of humor, his I think connection inside the team will be missed. And uh, Ennis was a great guy. He was a great team. He obviously loved being here. Um, and to your point, he, in my opinion, is maybe the best offensive rebounder in the game. Um, and, you know, I think he'll be missed. But as we, I think, look at our team now, um, you know, utilizing different lineups across the front line gives us, you know, some flexibility maybe to do some different things. Um, with Carmelo's situation just happening the other day, um, I think as a coach, you're always trying to figure out ways to maximize the group. Um, you know, I think defensively, you're going to have systems and schemes. Offensively, you're going to have things that you believe in. Uh, but also, I think offensively, you, you want to put guys in positions systematically that is good for them where they're able to take advantage of their strengths and talents. For us, defensively, you know, we're going to have to collectively rebound if we are small at times. Um, and at times, I think we'll have to maybe offensive rebound in some different ways. Also, um, you know, Kevin Durant made some comments on Twitter uh, talking about his time here. He said that, you know, he didn't like playing for you. Uh, he talked about not having teammates good enough to win a championship, talked about the organization. Wanted to get your thoughts on that. And if there was any you know, conversation between you and Kevin, he said that he reached out to you. Yeah, I mean, I'll just say this, um, is we did communicate. Um, I enjoyed my time with Kevin, and uh, I felt like Kevin and I had a very, very good relationship, you know, and outside of that, I don't think there's really anything more to say, um, but I felt like we had a good relationship when we were together. Coach, yeah. Coach, how important is it to get Carmelo Anthony at this point in his career after he's accomplished so much and what does that veteran uh, being at that point in his career do for your locker room well I think he's huge because he has um, an enormous amount of respect around the league you know as a player Um, and 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 also as a person Um, and I think that only enhances and helps your locker room having a guy like that There's been a lot of reaction, uh, coached around the league. We're, okay, hey, sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, around the league to what Donald Trump had to say on Friday, um, his condemnation of the demonstrations we've seen, mainly in the NFL. I just wondered if, if what D- Billy Donovan's reaction to that might have been. Yeah, I mean, I think for us here, um, and again, I didn't see all the stuff that happened. Obviously, <laughs> there was a lot going on uh, the last 24 hours here, but um, – you know, we're always going to support our players, you know, right for, for free speech and things that they're, um, you know, pointing out. Um, and, you know, for me personally, I also have great respect for our country as well. And it's certainly during some difficult times with different challenges going on um, as a, a person that has coached for a long period of time and been around a lot of different environments and situations. Um there are a lot of struggles out there, and there's all a lot of people fighting a lot of difficulties. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate because I would like to see our country come closer together rather than being pulled further apart. Billy, when you had Kevin and Russ there together, you, you ended up staggering those two guys, first and second unit. Now you kind of have three guys who are somewhere between very good and excellent 
uh, you know, first options on, on a team. What's the best way to, to do you stagger those three guys? Do you work two in a second unit? What's, what's the best way to figure that out throughout the season? Well, I, you know, I've always said this before. Um, when, when you do do that, um, there's going to be a level of sacrifice that goes into, you know, a person maybe doing different things because when you stagger like that, there's going to be someone getting rests a lot of times twice per half, which could be a little bit different. But my main focus uh, for those guys is first making sure they're comfortable and feel like they're able to get a good rhythm while they're in there playing. Um, there's no question staggering those guys and putting different combinations, whether it be the two of them out there together or the three of them or one of them, you know, that, that, that's something that without question that we'll have to look at and evaluate and figure out what's the best way to go in doing that. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. How you doing? You all right? Russell, uh, good to see you. How you doing, brother? Good. Um, will you sign the contract extension before the start of the season? Say it again? Uh, will you sign your own uh, contract extension that's on the, oh, team man. At the beginning of the season? Man, it's been a long, long summer. Uh, had a baby. Um, so been working on a little fatherhood. Um, but like I said before, man, um, this is a place I want to be. Um, I love being here. I'm excited about the season. Uh, obviously with a lot of new changes and, um, you know, I'm excited. And from that, I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, Russell, lots happened in the last three months roster wise. What do you think of all of a sudden Paul George Carmelo are your teammates now? Amazing, man, uh, to be able to play uh, with those two guys and the rest of the guys we have, it, it's amazing, man, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to making, you know, a great run, and uh, I'm, happy, I'm happy, you know, they're here, so. Russell, how, how much did you talk to Carmelo in, the, in, in recent days? How much were you guys involved in just kind of trying uh, to I mean, get him here? We've always been friends. We always communicated, um, you know, prior to any of this, um, and it, it just happened just, you know, couple of days <laughs> a couple of days ago uh but we always been friends and communicating hung out and you know and not just talking about basketball just but just 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 being friends and the same thing with pg um just communicating as well um russ you've had um multiple people mul- multiple players come out um i'm sorry well, i'm so nervous let me come back <laughs> <laughs> Hey Russ, um, you you had a guy like Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> you had a guy like Carmelo Anthony, phenomenal talent. But then you lose a guy that was so important to you um, guys over the last few years in Ennis Canner. Just some thoughts yeah. over his time here. And oh yeah, man, Ennis is an amazing guy, man. I'm just thankful uh, that he was able to be here. Um, you know, I wish him nothing but the best. Amazing guy, um, great community guy, team guy, and you know he was one of those guys that uh, you know always brought some type of flavor to the locker room to our team and uh you know i'm just excited for him and nothing but good things for him russell you got a lot of obviously new faces does team usa help you at all i mean how you guys that you play together especially like carmelo does that help at all in the transition Uh, just talk about some of the changes definitely definitely change it definitely will help i mean obviously when you have a team and playing team usa you have a lot of superstars and different guys on the same team so guys have to sacrifice and and, and do different things, and uh, that definitely helps. But, you know, here we got to figure out the best way, you know, for everybody to play and uh, for our team to play. And that part is easy, in my opinion, uh, just being able to go out and you have one goal, and that's winning a championship, and guys will do what, they, what it needs uh, to be done to win a championship. Russell, how specifically will you enhance 
Carmelo on the on the court? What, what will you do to bring out his, the best and um, what he has to offer? You know, I, as a point guard, um, and that's a part of my job is to be able to help um, other guys and make the, make their job easy. And I will constantly um, continue to do that for him and for the rest of our guys as well. Um, and making you know his job, uh, the PG job, and everybody's uh, transition very very easy. Russell, a lot of reaction around the league so far today to what Donald yeah. Trump had to say on Friday. Right. I just wonder what Russell Westbrook's reaction to that would have been. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously um, the things he's saying is outrageous in my opinion. It's uncalled for, uh, especially due to all the other things we have going on in the world. Um, you know, the people, the families, uh, people all across the world that's hurting, that need help, that needs, you know, guidance from you know, from from our house, um, but I think it's just unnecessary and, and uncalled for, and um, you know, I'm definitely not agreeing to anything he says, or never will be. Russell, you mentioned at the beginning that Oklahoma City is the place that you want to be, and I'm just wondering what the what the holdup is, or or w- what the process was like for you thinking about the extension over the summer. And um, the process is, now. I mean, like I said before, man, I've been at home, I've been traveling, um, and. Just trying to get my family together, honestly. Um, you know, having a new son can be a little difficult. You know what I mean? Um, and I've been trying to help my wife, help my family, um, enjoying embracing that moment as much as I can because I know during the season um, I'm going to be traveling, moving around. So i just been uh, embracing that um, and, and finding ways to be able to do that as much as I can. And like I said before, man, uh, like I told you know you guys last year, um, this is the place I want to be. Um, you know, I love being here. I love the fans. I love the people here. I'm back now um, to get a chance to simmer down and uh, get everything situated. And obviously now with a few changes, uh, you know, I'm good. You know, I like where I'm at and I, and I like where our team is. And speaking of the actual extensions, you signed an extension with Jordan too. What 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 was the that process like for you and, and what led you um, to that? That process was easy. That process was easy, man. It's just, um, you know, thankful to be a part of the brand, um, obviously, for the next – you know, ten, 10 or so years, man, and I'm excited just to be, you know, with the Jordan brand, and I'm excited, you know, for that whole experience. Russell, I know you're an NFL fan, so I'm sure you saw some of the different forms of protest uh, that happened yesterday. Uh, do you see that spilling over into this league? And if so, how do you see that manifesting um, itself? I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. You know, I think, um, you know, as for me and, and our team here, we if it's something that, you know, we, we will discuss and go back to the team and discuss how we want to approach, you know, that in the national anthem, you know, we, we have a lot of respect, you know, for the flag, for the national anthem. And um, obviously, um, if our guys, you know, want to do something that represents and, and represents togetherness and something that we can sit together as athletes, I'm um, all in for it. Hey, Russ, this is your team now. So can you just talk about the, the job that Sam Presti's done to put these players like Carmelo yeah. and Paul George around you to try to get that championship? Oh, man, he's done an amazing job, man. He's, he's um you know done a, a great job, you know, ever since I've been here. He, he's finding ways to constantly keep making us a better team. And, you know, uh, for that, you, you definitely very, very thankful to have that somebody like, like that in charge of making those decisions. And, uh, he's done an amazing job of that. Russell, uh, Sam said that you had an injection in your knee. I uh, wanted to ask, you know, how's your knee doing and, and what's the severity of that? Uh, of I'm great, man. It's just PRP, just normal stuff. Something I do, every, honestly, um, in the summertime. Just had to move move it back this year because, uh, like I told you, I had been at home. <laughs> so, just, you know, a lot of different things going on. And uh, for me, uh, family is the most important thing in my life. And, 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 you know, I take 
very, very, you know, I take that very, very seriously, and I take time to be able to embrace the moments uh, of that. So, you know, just moved it back a little bit, and I'm fine. So I'll be ready to go soon. Now, you said that's something you do in the summertime. Is this something you've had before? Uh, no, 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 no. I've, I've been able to get checkups. My knee is fine, great, um, and I'm doing well. Uh, yes, Russell. How, how do you? How does it feel going from being Russell Westbrook, the basketball player for the past nine, ten years, uh, to being Russell Westbrook, the fashion icon, the fashion maven for the past month? The month, past month. I mean, <laughs> you've been big time for the past month. Oh, <laughs> where, where you been at? <laughs> man, look, it's been great. Uh, I had a book come out, uh, you know, so that's been a great, great experience. But uh, I wouldn't say that I just started a month ago. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy and excited um, to be able to kind of expand my brand all over the place and do different things. But, uh, you know, just happy to be back. So, yeah. Thank you, Russell. Yeah. Jeremy, a lot of changes on the roster. Um, how do you see your role fitting into this? Because people talk about the second unit and everything else. And how do you see your role changing with just all these new additions, Paul George, Carmel Anthony, et cetera? I think it would be similar to last year, uh, just coming off the bench, bringing energy, uh, just just trying to do whatever I can, uh, just trying to be as versatile as possible, use and uh, kind of fit in wherever I can, uh, like where, wherever coach wants to put me. Take us, take us back to a player's perspective when you hear the reports. Of course, George was sort of out of the blue, the, the George trade. Carmelo, we got a little bit of advance notice that it was possible. Then it happened as a player following this from afar. What's, what, what goes through your mind, and, and how do you respond when you actually hear the news? Just extremely excited. Um, to be a part of a, a team like this, an organization like this, that's willing to to do whatever it takes to to, to be as best as you can be. I think uh, for all the players, um, I, I definitely speak for everybody when I say uh, everybody extremely excited. Jeremy, did, do you know Carmelo from Syracuse? Things have you have you played against him in summers? Did you practice at the was the facility the Carmelo Anthony Center yet when you were there? Uh, yeah, yep, I definitely know him um, before this. Uh, I mean, we haven't we haven't done too many workouts together, but we definitely been together, uh, hung out a couple times, and things like that. Jeremy, there's you know there's talk in the league about people forming super teams, like the way that Golden State has a lot of great players, and, and the way that the Heat have before. But uh, what do you think this this group of players you have now with Carmelo and Paul George and, and Russell Westbrook? Uh, how do you think that elevates you guys in the Western Conference standings? And uh, I mean, what do you just think of the collection of talent y'all have now? I definitely think we're a contender. Um, I think, I mean, uh, the organization did a great job of, of putting a great team together, and I think uh, the sky's the limit for us. Jeremy, uh, do you talk about the uniform and the alternates? What's your thoughts on, uh, what, especially the new futuristic uh, the one, the statement? Uh, I, I, I love the new uniforms. Uh, definitely nice. Um, I like the material of them. Uh, I feel like it's more uh, basketball. Basketball ready. Jeremy, do you, I mean, with, with Ennis gone and, and, and you guys losing a couple guys who could play the forward position there, how, how do you feel like that, that affects your role, losing a center, losing a potential four in there as well? Uh, I, think, I think I'm going to have the same role. I think, um, just, like I said, just bringing energy, um, bringing energy on the defense and offensive end, kind of running the court, just kind of uh, doing whatever, whatever it is uh, I'm needed to do. Jeremy, you talk about your time with with cancer. You're only a year, but he, he was a pretty influential person in the locker room. 
your thoughts on like him being here and you're spending time with him, and now that he's gone? Ah, uh, man, I love Dennis. Man. Uh, me and him were were, were really close. Um, he's a great guy, a great locker room guy, great person, uh, great player. So we're definitely gonna miss him. You mentioned that you worked on your shot a decent amount this summer. What what fundamentally? Were you working on there? Like, what are you trying to shore up? I know your three-point percentage went up a lot last year. So what are, what are you trying to shore up to try to just get that consistency? Uh, just with the team we have now, I know I'm going to have a lot of a lot of open shots. I just want to be able to make uh, and hit all my open shots. So um, it's working on a little bit of mechanics, uh, just a little arc, things like that, uh, foot positioning. Jeremy, what do you think of the West? All these seems like, I mean, Paul Millsap comes to Denver. I mean, all these guys come in West. What do you think on a night and night in basis? How does that uh, the West shape up this year in terms of just competition? Uh, the West is going to be extremely tough. Um, definitely uh, tougher than than it's been. Um, but I think I think we'll be ready for it. I would. Uh, I just wonder. Every team has new personnel, you know, going into every October or every preseason. But not every team, like like Barry said, not every team brings in two All Stars. So is this preseason? You know the the practices, the games. Is it way beyond in terms of significance, Jeremy? Is it way beyond what a typical preseason would be? Since you're trying to get acclimated, you know, to to, to new All Star teammates. Uh, definitely, I think I think this preseason for us and this training camp for us is extremely important. Uh, just to be able to kind of come together and, and be able to gel. I think um, it's extremely important for us to to get together, get to get in the gym together, and kind of figure out uh, how, how things are going to go. Jeremy, do you have any interest in being in the dunk contest this season? Uh, if they ask me, uh, that's we'll talk about it. Kyle, outside looking in, we hear about all these rumors and stuff about possible like the Dwayne Wade still out there right now, Carmelo, Paul George a little bit quiet. As a player, when you hear these kinds of things, do you pay attention to it? Do you call anybody? What, what was your reaction when we saw these deals coming with the Thunder this summer? Which one in particular? Well, just, just as a one? whole. I mean, yeah. like Paul George comes here. Then Carmelo, you hear Friday night, Oklahoma City. 12 hours later, he's here. What just your reaction? I think if you just you you uh, get into everything that you hear, you'll drive yourself crazy. So there's a little bit of interest that goes in uh, into it. but um, And plus, you're, you're off doing other stuff, working out, getting eating, going to lunch, taking – taking your own life into you know action so um it's all interesting and, and exciting but there's a lot of information out there and you can't you can't be updated on 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 it all so um really happy and excited about the carmelo thing and um our team is uh is building and becoming something special is there part of you that looks at how does this affect me like the bench and my minutes and you call your agent and say hey what have you heard i mean that that kind of stuff um it's a it's a wave you got to ride that um is the the thing that you're not in control of so um a part of it yeah you got to kind of look at your career or your your season how it will affect you but at the end of the day, um, it's going to be about the team. It's going to be about your given situation. So if uh, you are here and talks are being made about your team, you should be interested. You should be invested. Um, so, yeah, that answers your question. Now, Kyle, you were in the East before you got here, so you had more matchups against Carmel, playing the same position a lot of times. Tell What were your impressions of him as a player, a guy who had to try to guard him? 
lot of a lot of nights. He was always very dangerous um, in his in his favorite spots. Um, you know, the Knicks did a really good job of making sure that they got him in the positions that he liked to be in. Um, always a very hard to, uh, hard player to guard in a jab series. Uh, you just don't know what he's going to do. Um, so uh, didn't really play much against him last season, so I couldn't really uh, talk about that. But um, his career and what he's done over his his um, his in, his NBA career speaks for itself. He's he's an amazing player, teammate. Um, really happy and excited to learn from him and see him on a day to day basis. Kyle, what's your phone look like? Like an hour after a Carmelo Anthony or a Paul George trade? Uh, there was some. There was more activity on it than normal, for sure. Um, it's cool. I mean, what's great about that whole thing and it, and what kind of surrounds that type of player is um, whether it's your friends or family, but you should hold that same, that same excitement. Um, you should, uh, you should just be, uh, a type of person that now realizes that there's the bar and the, the level is so much higher than what it was before you even made before we made that deal to make, uh, to make it happen. So um, it's almost just a reflection of both sides, um, a, lot of, a lot of excitement and a lot of interest. Yeah, Kyle, a common theory was that Carmelo would not be interested in the Thunder just because of Oklahoma City, a guy that obviously wanted to play in New York and loved being in New York. We're not New York, not close to New York. What are you guys, what are you guys going to tell him when he says, hey, what's it like here? What's, what's this place like? <laughs> You guys might know it better than we do, so um, we're probably the wrong people to ask. But we love it here. The fans are great. Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy the the people that I come across. Um, it's just a it's a unique it's a it's a unique place because I don't think um, a lot of people know what Oklahoma City is like until you get here. So I think it kind of it blows your your perception or your um, whatever you think it is and that's a that's a cool feeling to experience all right kyle uh <clears throat> last off or last media day uh you brought into our vernacular uh the terms cupping and float tanking um have you done anything different this off season that's been kind of interesting kind of new um i would say my brother getting married would probably be the thing that really shaped my 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 kind of given state um to see him take the next stage in his life, to bring in another family to our family was uh, was really special and really cool, and um, kind of prioritizes certain things in, in uh, my life. So, my brother taking a lot of responsibility and, uh, and ownership and uh, love on his side uh, was amazing, and to experience that, to see that was cool. So, my my life alone um, didn't really add anything new. Still do the floating. I still do, I still do the cupping. I think uh, I do enough to not add anything more. Kyle, do you feel like um, this this trio you have now with with Westbrook, Mello, and, and Paul George? Do you think that would qualify as what people like to call a super team? Because you have the Golden States, and you know you've had iterations of strong teams before. But how do you feel like this three uh, makes the Thunder in that super team category? Um, 
their chemistry is great. I think they're going to be really a great tandem or just a great core uh, group for us to kind of build our build our team around. Um, it's just going to be really fun to watch them play because they all they're very similar. They're all very aggressive and scoring mentality players, um, very competitive players. So to see um, to see how that all comes together and work uh, will be quite the thing and for the other guys too on on the team to integrate themselves with how they play uh will be will be great great to see and i think we have guys on our team to understand how to make it all work and to make it happen thank you well paul the team's uh quite a bit different from even when you got traded in uh july 1st so what do you think of adding carmelo uh carmelo um you know, I, I think um, we uh, <laughs> we uh, we we definitely felt great um, about what we had uh, previous to Carmelo being traded, um, but now adding someone like Carmelo takes this team to another level. Um, I, in my eyes, one of the best true scorers and players that this league has ever seen, and um, you know, it's it's a luxury to play alongside him. Um, instead of having to deal with um, a cold tub right after the game and playing him, um, so looking forward to uh, to, to his addition and, and what he's going to bring. He's been around a long time, but still an effective scorer. You generally, I assume, you guarded him most games. Mm-hmm. What's he still like to play against? He's still tough. I think the biggest thing is is the competitive nature in him um, to go alongside of him being a bruiser. And, um, you know, just his mindset, uh, he's one of the most skilled. Um, it's not even his uh, his ability to score, but just the skill that he has um, to, to do other things as well. Uh, it's going to make him a, a very, very gr- a great piece for, uh, you know, coach and, and for Russ and I to, to, to be able to use. Uh, Paul, you guys do some similar things. How do you see your game and his game working together? Um, well, hopefully, you know, Russ and I both make the game easy as possible for Mel. Um, you know, I, I think I can take the the alongside with Robert, with, with Robertson um, taking the matchups uh, defensively to uh, leave Melo just to to do what Melo does, and uh, that's put points on the board and, and that's to be a mismatch, uh, a matchup problems on the offensive end. Um, but, you know, really it's, it's to take that pressure off him defensively to where he doesn't have to exhaust himself chasing the smaller guys or um, have to, you know, defend the, the primary guys on most nights. Um, so I think we'll work well together. Uh, we're completely different players in my eyes. Um, but we both have one, one common goal, and, and that's to win. And, um, you know, he's ready to win and wants to win now. So, um, you know, we, we definitely got that in common. Paul, uh, this was a question even before Melo arrived, but you know, just the divvying up of the shots. Uh, you, Carmelo, and Russell are guys who are used to taking a bulk of the shots. How do you think that's going to work in the offense uh, this year with you guys working? Together? I mean, it, it, sh- it, it should work. This is not something that's new. Um, you know, this is not something new where three guys have been paired up and uh, they haven't found ways to win. Um, you know, it's not going to be about who's getting shots. Um, you know, all of us 
have we talked about this? It's 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 whoever has the flow, whoever has it going. Um, and then it's it's you know I've always played the game as you know you let the game dictate who shoots. Um, and and you know those guys play the game the same way. So uh, I'm not worried about shots. Neither of those two guys. We want to win, and that's it. Paul, what what does this tell you about this new organization you come into, the Oklahoma City Thunder, their commitment to winning, adding pieces like you and Carmelo? It means a lot. You know, it means a lot. Um, your front office is that active in, in the summer and free agency and um, acquiring not only players but acquiring superstar players. Um, it says a lot about that front office. Um, you know, uh, it, it sure says a lot to Russ that, you know, they're committed to bringing and putting guys around him that's going to give him the best chance to win. That's what you want to see out of a front office. Most people agree they the shorter preseason, they like that. But with all the new pieces, and not just you guys, but working with your new teammates, you got a shorter time to get that together. How do you deal with that? How long do you think it'll take before you guys can get um, it? You know, I'd, I'd be a realist. Uh, it's going to take a little bit, but I think the best thing about it, we, myself, with, uh, with Melo, we have – some chemistry to an extent playing with USA together. Russ and Carmelo played together in USA. So to some extent and degree, we have some uh, a level to start off at. Um, we have a base, I think. Um, but, you know, it's going to take some time. Um, we want to get going as soon as possible and, and get used to one another as soon as possible. But um, I think we take the approach day-to-day and, and, and focus on something to get better at day-to-day. We'll be all right. Your versatility is, is remarkable at a really high level. Is there any particular thing that, that you uh, feel is not a weakness but something you can, you can improve on? Or, and is there something on the other end that you feel is just uh, your biggest strength? Um, I think the strength is, is that ability to do multiple things. Um, I think being versatile at the small forward position offensively and defensively is what what I think make me unique in this league. Um, I think the biggest thing I can work on and I'll have tremendous help in that is the leadership part. Um, and, and you know, I, I think is the greatest um, chapter for me in my career and in, and in my life is to have, you know, other guys I can look up to as well who can help me on the leadership and, and, and you know, accountability and, um, you think all of that will kind of play a part in, in, in this process for myself. Paul, obviously Carmelo had a choice in where he went. He had to waive a no-trade clause to come here. How much did you guys converse with him about, about being here, and, and what did you say to him about those things? Oh, we sold it, man. We sold the heck out of it. Um, I told him about the ponds that I've been on, uh, the fish I've been catching out here. Um, <clears throat> no, we, we, uh, you know, we, we've talked. Uh, we've, we've had long conversations. Um, not even knowing that this would be the destination we end up, but just speaking or talking about the possibility of playing alongside one another in the NBA. Um, and, we, and we've had these conversations being in uh, the Olympic team of, of playing alongside one another. So, um, you know, when I got traded here and, you know, found out that you know, he wanted to change uh, his destination, um, and, you know, I, I, we reached out to one another. We started talking um, and, and tried to figure out how we can make this work to get him here. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's awesome to have guys to want to play alongside you and, and team up with you and um, share a mission with you. So 
uh, we got right to it. And, and the same went for us, you know. And th- those two are pretty close. Um, you know, we all were kind of in the loop on what was going on, and uh, we made it possible. Speaking of that, PG recruiting, um, there's been sources saying that uh, you've been talking to D-Wade. You guys were trying to recruit him too. Can you just talk about that a little bit and <laughs> – and see what you know what's going on with that as far as that's, him hey, that's between Sam and, and, and D Wade. Um, you know, it'll be it'll be great. It'll be great to get uh, uh, D Wade back. I got a chance to work out with him um, a little bit ago, uh, late in the summer, and um, man, he he looks he looks really good. Uh, so uh, it'd be great to get D Wade here. Um, you know, if he's bought out, he's a free agent. Sure, um, I'm in. I'm in his phone text. I'm in his DMs, uh, his Snapchat, whatever I got to do. I'm just try to get this dude here. Paul, in today's NBA, is is it realistic to to think that this is this is what it takes to win a championship to to assemble this kind of talent yourself, Russell and Carmelo? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we get cr- criticized a lot for being friendly and um, you know not being able to do it alone. Honestly, in this league. Um, you know, it's 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 hard to do it alone. Um, you know, Russ averaged a triple double, and uh, you know, he couldn't get out the first round. Um, and, and that's a special talent and a guy that did everything he could to win. Uh, but you just need, you know, you need guys of that stature and that level to be able to help and and create something special. Um, you know, it, it's just that that era. Uh, where you got to face teams that are going to have two or three guys that can take over games and and uh, be iconic to this league. So uh, I do. I do think, um, you know, you, you have to have that to compete in this league. There's been a lot of reaction uh, yesterday uh, in stadiums, Paul, and then today around the league and media days of the NBA uh, in regard to Donald Trump's uh, Friday comment. Just what, what, what do you expect? There's the league rule, I guess, that specifies you guys have to line up uh, for the anthem, but what what do you anticipate uh, in the NBA in regard to you know the first month of the season or the season as a whole or whatever in regard to a statement? Uh, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure. I can't speak for for other organizations or other teams um, or the locker rooms. Um, hopefully, whatever we do as a unit, um, as a union, and, and and as a fraternity, we do it. Um, everyone has take a part into doing something um hopefully we do something as a league um that's that that gives us strength um i thought what the nfl is doing right now is, is beautiful they're showing uh, a lot of power not only from the from the players but uh, the front office um making statements that they're going to back their players up in whatever they do um i thought that was very powerful um so hopefully we can approach it the same way the nfl is doing it um i saw mlb guys taking part into it so um, if, if we could just realize what's what's at hand, um, you know, we're the face of a lot of things, we're a face of a lot of brands. Uh, if we can use that platform to to kind of catapult what's going on, um, you know, that's 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 where we can make our mark on. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Well, somebody got questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Carmelo, whenever the, the possibility of you coming to Oklahoma City was brought up, the common common theory was you would never want to play in, in Oklahoma City. That's because nobody really knew me. But So my question is, what anything, obviously great roster and great organization, but the thought of playing and living in Oklahoma City, why was that okay for you? 
well, first of all, it happened uh, happened so fast, so quickly. Um, you know, where I had to make a you know a quick decision. Um, but believe it or not, Oklahoma City was a team that uh, that I've that me and my team talked about. Uh, we discussed it, um, and if the opportunity presented itself, um, whereas though we can kind of bring a deal to the you know to the Knicks organization, is something that uh, both parties feel comfortable with. Uh, this was a, this was a team. This was an organization. This was a city that I had no problem coming and you know being a part of. Carmelo, how much did Russell and, and Paul play a part in that, just in, in terms of convincing you to be here and wanting to play with you? You know, Russ, you know, Russ don't really do the convincing. Uh, you know, he came to New York, uh, with, you know, played pickup at, you know, at my gym. I saw him in Paris at, at Fashion Week. Uh, you know, me and, me and Russ became close and close and closer over the years, and uh, he was a big part. He was a big reason why I wanted to come here, uh, you know, to see his loyalty to the city to this organization, um, you know, what he was able to do, you know, on the court. Uh, I wanted to be a part of that. Uh, adding PG was just another reason why I wanted to come here. Uh, you know, our relationship, our friendship, uh, our respect for one another as basketball players um, was a reason that I wanted to play alongside him and, and have an opportunity to compete for a championship and, Kind of just bring you know some more some more energy, not like this city needs any more energy, but you know it, it, it's a different energy, you know a different focus, a different motivation I, that myself have, uh, Paul has, and Russ has. Being you know being that we haven't won a championship yet in, in, in our career, and we see that, and that's our ultimate goal. Mel, you Come posted. Oh. Mel, you posted on your website kind of like a love letter to New York, saying goodbye to everybody. When you look back, and I guess, how will you reflect on your time with the Knicks, and how do you think, or how do you hope fans will remember your legacy there? Well, I think you have to have ask those fans. Uh, I think for every fan, they would give you a different, you know, a different answer to that. Uh, but uh, I thought I, I became a product of my environment as far as adjusting to what I had to adjust to from a basketball standpoint. Um, you know, win, lose, or draw. You know, I, I was there every night. Uh, I came in, competed every night. Uh, I stayed professional throughout. You know, all the ups and downs of you know that comes along with being in New York. Um, it was a lot of noise, so I had to find some type of uh, you know quietness and you know find some me time to you know try to figure this all out. But uh, I don't think the fans will have. Uh, anything bad to say because they, they I think they understand they're very educated uh, they understand what it's like playing in New York and for me I feel like I've, I've embraced all all of those challenges you know playing in New York and um, off the court I was I, I was very um, you know engaged with the community engaged with the youth uh, family friends uh, you know I, I will always feel like I'm a major major part of that city so that that's not going anywhere, and I just want those fans to understand that this was a business decision. This was a you know a career decision, and um, you know it, it happens. It's sports. Um, you know, there's it, it, times in sports where everybody got to go their separate ways, and uh, there's no hard feelings. There's no bad blood between you know myself and that organization or anybody over there. Um, but I'm here now, and, and you know I, I, I would like to close that chapter and you know begin this new chapter.
the uh, common thing when you bring two guys, three guys that have been lead dogs on their teams, can they mesh? Do you see that as a problem? And then, two, you got a short preseason, which I think everybody likes, players and fans alike, but that's a shorter time to work together. Do you see that being an issue? Um, I don't. I don't see. I don't see. Um, the only issue I, I, I probably would say that we're going to face is the chemistry early. You know, getting to, getting to know one another. Um, not trying to make it all happen all in one night, all in one game. Uh, and, and understand that this is a process. This is a this is a marathon, and you know it's going to take a it's going to take a little bit of time to you know for us to gel. Not just us three, but the whole team to get a chance to, to know one another. Um, but at the end of the day, is is basketball, and um, you know I'm I'm not I didn't want to come here to try to outshine Paul or Russ or and vice versa. You know we're, we're trying to win basketball games, and by any means necessary, we're going to do that. And I'm going to bring you know my skill set, <clears throat> you know here to this team, here to this organization, and you know that's what I'm here for. And uh, I've, I've always been kind of a product of my environment and being able to just uh, be a chameleon, a chameleon in the sense of just blending into my situation and making that situation work, whatever it calls for, whether I was with the New York Knicks, whether I was on the USA team, um, and even here in Oklahoma. Uh, Carmelo, you've carried it off a lot of the scoring load on your teams throughout the years. Just what does it mean to you to look at the roster, look at these guys, and recognize that you don't necessarily have to do that anymore? Yeah, I don't want <clears> – <throat> it's, it's a difference, though, because I don't want to take the, the load on of have to do it and score and 30, 40, 50 points every night, but – I mean, I score. That's you know, I'm, that's what I do. I don't want. I can't take that away from me. I think being being that I I do that very well. Um, I think this team needs that. You know, along with you know some other things. So um, I didn't come here to to just be a rebounder, or you know, I came here to bring my skill set to this team and um, you know and and fit into kind of what's the plan I haven't I haven't sat down with coach yet to see kind of you know how we're going to play what we're going to do in schemes and things like that but for the most part I just want to be be able to do what I do best um, within the confines of you know the, the system and what coach won and um, and being being able to work alongside alongside Russ and, and, and PG. Carmelo uh, you only got one chance to make a first impression they say what was your first impression the fans meeting you at the airport your first Unbelie- impression come unbelievable like unbelievable you know to go from a situation where it was just so you know it was, it was an emotional roller coaster for me uh you know being back in new york um <clears throat> at times it was it was it was very strenuous on myself on my family uh you know my family is actually you know still there back you know back in new york so i just want to take my hat off to them for being able to stick it stick it out with me and and, and deal with that and deal with me after you know the long nights and the lonely nights and but to come here on the flip side of that and just feel that passion and feel that energy, um, and anytime you feel wanted and appreciated, you know that, that you can't even put those you know those feelings into words. What, Carmel, what's your history with Billy Donovan? How well do you know each other, and what are your thoughts on him as a coach? I don't really, honestly, I really don't. I mean, I have no, I have no history with with coach. Um, you know, so that's going to be another an, another process uh, that we have to get used to. But. Um, I respect him, uh, Hall of Fame coach. I respect him. I know his, you know, I, I know his pedigree. I know what, you know, his, his resume. I know what he's about. Um, technically speaking, he's a young coach, and you know, in in, in this league, uh, still learning. Uh, but I'm I'm all in. I'm all in with him. You know, whatever he needs for me, I'm I'm there. 
you know, he can communicate with me. He can come talk to me. I can come talk to him. Um, and I think that's the way that we're going to make this thing work. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm letting him coach. I'll be the player. And, you know, I, I respect that. And we go from there. Well, Melo, I had two questions, actually. The first is um, how do you feel about, you know, starting at the four or the concept of starting at the four or even coming <laughs> off the bench? And the second question is. Well, me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess that answers that part. I, I mean, I don't know where that started, where I came from. <laughs> hey, Peter, they said I got to come off the bench. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I got it. Oh, well, how do you, I guess the bench question is not a question. But um, how do you feel about the potential of starting at the four? And then um, on a lighter note, how do you feel about the phenomenon of Hoodie Mellow? <laughs> um, the first part is to, to speak on playing the four. Uh, I, I won't even call it the power forward position anymore in, in this day and game. Uh, it's a four. You know, it, 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 it's a number. You're out there on the basketball court. Uh, it's a position. Uh, I don't feel no type of way. I feel like, you know, there has been times where I've been my strongest at, at that position. Um, and, it, you know, like I said earlier, I, I can adjust. You know, if you need me to play the three, that's which is my natural position, I would do that. You need me to play the four, which is, you know, I, I think I, I can actually be a lot a lot better uh, at the four with this team, um, then I'll do that. You know, and I'll be moving around, so, I, you know, I'll be moving around. But I have no problem with playing the four, none at all. I, I actually, I actually uh, like that. I actually embrace that. Um, and I think for this team, uh, it will be better for me to play the four and more more beneficial to everybody. And the hoodie mellow thing, um, you know, it, it for me it was just it actually it started with a a beanie. Like I was just in the gym and I didn't have a haircut, and I was like, I'm just gonna go and throw a hat on. I wanted to sweat. And I just started working back out in the summer, and then from there went to a hoodie, and it got out and. The phenomenon started, but it for me it was just about showing a different focus that I have, a different motivation, and just kind of just locking in uh, to what I have to do and locking myself into the gym and locking myself into focusing in on my body and, 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 and because I didn't know what was going to happen, so it was just so much going on that was surrounding me that I just wanted to find a way that I can just focus in, and uh, that's when hoodie 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 mellow was created. Carmelo, can you tell us where Dwayne Wade will be playing this year? Where is he? I, I have no idea, to be honest with you. I would love to have him here in Oklahoma City, but am I allowed to say that? Is is that tampering? Oh, he's free now. Come on, D. You, you know you you know where you belong at. Come on, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, Carmelo. Uh, with the lack of media coverage on Puerto Rico after the hurricane. Um, That's the being, most important question of the day. And with you being one of the few players in the league with um, familial ties to the island, can you tell me what you're doing maybe to help the recovery efforts and maybe what your new fan base uh, can do to help you out with that? Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> I, I've started kind of a like a you caring page, uh, you know, a link and just kind of trying to raise the funds to, you know, to kind of bring Puerto Rico back and help Puerto Rico by any means necessary. Um, I'm, I'm committed to, you know, to my island to, to help everything. And, you know, I'm talking to the government officials down there. I'm talking to all these organizations of just trying to figure everything out. Um, 
I don't want to just do something just to do it. I want it to be meaningful. I want it, I want the people to, you know, feel impacted of, you know, by what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to create. So it's just so much that's just going on right now down there on the island that it's, it's, it's hard, you know, to, to say I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. It's not until we really figure out uh, exactly what's going on, exactly, you know, what we're going to do. Um, but I'm, I'm committed and I, I call on everybody, any and everybody, uh, you know, to, to not overlook, you know, Puerto Rico because it's, it's so much, so many things that's going on in the world today and our country today. Um, and at the end of the day, Puerto Rico is a part of, you know, the United States. So we cannot overlook, you know, that, that, that island. So, um, you know, I, I challenge the powers that be, the president of the United States to not overlook, you know, Puerto Rico, don't overlook our, you know, Puerto Ricans. We need your help, and we need all the help that we can get. So, Thank you. Yeah, uh, Nick, what's new? Yeah, <laughs> not much. Another day at the office. What do you think of, I mean, it's a different team than you left when uh, last uh, April. What, what do you think of all the changes? Yeah, it's, uh, it is, uh, it's surprising. Um I think uh, it's really good for us. We got a lot of talent. Um, I think a lot of guys are motivated to to have the best team we can. And um, but yeah, you're right. A lot of changes, and um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think we, it's our job to get to work and and try to uh, figure out the best way to play together and best way to to have the best season we can. Nick, if you could take me back to 2003 and, and seeing Melo in the championship game and what you remember about that and mm-hmm. just uh, what's it like now to be a teammate with that guy so many years later? Uh, I mean, that to me, that game for me stings more than any game, that loss, losing in a championship game. Uh, but we battled, man. We played as hard as we could, and, and uh, he was great as a young player, as a freshman. Um, Jerry, Man- Jerry McNamara hit a ton of threes. It was just like a, it was a rough game for us, but... Uh, you know that's that's a great moment for him and really springboarded his career into the NBA. Um, but I, I'm you know excited to have him as a teammate. I think he's a, a really good player and uh, he's going to help us a lot. And uh, he's it's good to have uh, for me. I like I enjoy having more veteran guys around, and uh, I think uh, I think it's going to really work out well. Nick, does this does this collection? Of, of talent of stars remind you at all of uh, when Harden and Kevin Durant were here with with Russ? Um, I think it's just different because those guys, everybody was so young then. It was a um, we didn't, I guess we, we didn't know how good we were or what we had. I think with those teams until we got to the end of the season and were able to keep winning playoff series. So it is a different feel. I think just because of the the stage that uh, guys are at in their in their careers, but. Uh, it is a similar feel with a lot of talent, and uh, I think that's always a, a, a good thing is, is to have plenty of talent and then have to figure out um, you know, how to play with it. It's, it's uh, better than, than the alternative to, to not have enough talent to, to beat some of these teams. Hey, Nick, uh, right over DJ Raven K with uh, 105.1 KBLP. Good to see you still on the team, buddy. And uh, I just want to give a compliment because uh, Mr. Priestley, Priestley, he's doing, he's assembling maturity. And that's what I see with the squad right now. And and like you you touched on that just a moment ago. I think with with Carmelo now and and you got got George wanting to get 
in his game more maturing and Russ has help and all of you guys now could come together as a unit and be a cohesive unit not just because of the names I know that's uh, that's a lot of what's going on you know and a lot of people are really excited about that but I think when you have a level of maturity involved that leadership just exuberates and and that makes you a well-oiled machine because you know the parameters in which you have to work so give me your thoughts on that yeah I think um I think you're right. The we've we've built uh, we've built a lot of successful uh, teams here with a lot of youth, and uh, but we've always had veteran guys that that have been there to um, to lead by example to try to help younger players. And I just think um, I think when you have veterans that can also still play really well, I think that's the best case. And uh, you know those guys have been through a lot of battles, and um, they're gonna. Uh, just understanding how to play, how to win games. There's there's some uh, little things you you understand as a as a player with some experience that you can pick up, and um, I think uh, I think it'll be good for us. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, reaction to what Donald Trump had to say Friday, Nick, in NFL stadiums yesterday, and then today throughout the NBA at different media day events. What was your reaction to it, and what do you anticipate? Maybe the reaction throughout the league might be after the season starts will it be universal will it be team by team guy by guy how do, how do you think that'll play out well i i'm disa- disappointed in the president's comments i i think he's got an opportunity to try to bring people together and it seems like every time he has a chance he tries to tear people apart i don't know if it's for political gain or uh or what but i think part of being an american and, and loving america and loving the country is uh, loving your fellow American and, and the, the other people who make up this country. So when people have an issue that they uh, protest, they're trying to make the country a better place. And whether you agree with them or disagree with them, to then make them your enemy does nobody any good. And uh, for me, it's disappointing. I, I, I think it's, um, you know, players are players are in an interesting position in this country where they have a huge voice and um, they can try to use that for good and for to unite the country. I think that's what guys are trying to do. I know it's a tricky situation. and uh, the, A lot of people disagree with it, but I, I just wish instead of instantly saying it's us against them and fighting the culture wars that everybody seems to fight all the time, I just wish there would be more um, listening and trying to make, make it better and, and solve problems instead of just point out whose fault it is for problems. Uh, Nick, you, you've sorry. put in you've put in your your time talking about how you wanted a shorter preseason back when it was eight games mm-hmm. and a month long and whatever and now it's shorter and you got all these right. <laughs> pieces that you have to work in. Do you kind of wish they were putting in? Yeah, that rule this is maybe year? the one year I was a guy that had been used to a lot of continuity. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Coach Donovan would like as much time as we could have, but uh, you know, we're, we're going to be on this level level playing field. Everyone else has got a short camp and. Um, you know that's good about uh, what we were saying about experience. I think that'll help guys understand how to play the game and uh, understand how to how to play basketball. So I think that'll help us. It's a uh, it's probably easier to have you know a shorter camp with with more veteran guys, but uh, it'll be a challenge. You know we got to get the most out of every day we're together. Uh, Nick, you're one of the league's elder statesmen, so to speak. You're one of the uh, liked and respected guys, not just by fans but by by players and executives as well. Do you see a future uh, in basketball after you're done playing, maybe coaching, maybe in the front office, maybe with the Thunder? Uh, possibly. I think uh, I really want to go into this season and, and uh, really make the most as a player. You know, I've been doing this for a long time since I was a kid, and uh, 
it, it, it very well might be my last year. It's probably my last year, and I want to make the most of it. So I don't want to be like one foot out the door. But I think whenever that time comes, uh, I'll put in a lot of thought. You know, I want to uh, be able to balance my personal life. Uh, I have an 11 year old daughter, and just making sure I have enough time for her. So there's a lot of things in play there. But yeah, I've, the game has been great to me. I enjoy the game. I think I have some to offer, but it's uh, still a little bit down the road to make those decisions. Yeah, Nick, how tough of a job does Billy have this year trying to mash all these? Uh, new pieces and and high profile pieces. Well, I think um, I think it's a as as a coach, I'm sure you want to be able to have a lot of talent, and I think that's what you want more than anything. I think we have that. Um, you know, I think it uh it it could be. I think having new guys uh, in general is difficult. Just trying to get people to to understand every single set and all the things that you got to put in for a basketball team. It, it, it's you know. To be able to come in with, you know, t- your top seven guys back obviously is an advantage, but it's tough. But I think um, I think the players uh, are really all these guys that are new are all in a point in their career. I think they're really uh, engaged and really um, excited. Really want to have a good year. They got, you know, they're they're older in their career. They want to have success, team success, and I think that's why they they they're here. And uh, so I think that's a good starting point. And uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. There'll probably be days where. We're uh, with so many new guys. We don't look great and we struggle. But the, as always, like we always say here, it's about putting the work in day by day. And then at the end of the year, you have the best team possible. Nick, uh, you've seen a lot of guys come and go uh, in the organization. Seeing Ennis leave the other day, had you ever seen a bigger ambassador to a community and, and mm-hmm. to the team like Ennis? Um, I mean, Ennis was was uh, was great for us while while he was here. And uh, that's that's a really hard part about uh, what we do, guys are coming and going all the time, and yeah, Ennis uh, loved Oklahoma City and uh, was so active in the community and did did so many good things. And um, you know, I think he understands it. It's 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 a it's a business. That's the line everybody says, but it's true. And uh, he'll continue to do those things wherever he can. That's the type of guy he is, and that's the, to him that's a, as important as as his basketball career is what he's doing to help help other people. Um, I just wanted to say I tried asking Russell a question about 20 minutes ago and it came out poorly and now I'm trending on Twitter but oh. I want to go ahead and go re- get a rebuttal here so uh, I'm just curious are you expecting a farewell tour this season oh uh, I don't think anybody out of Oklahoma would even know ab- about whether you know where I'm at in my career so uh, not, not really I think uh, you know I I like I said, I'm pretty sure it's. I probably didn't handle it the best of being clear on whether it is or not. I'm pretty sure it is. You never know uh, whether it's my last year or not. But uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm just going to enjoy it and uh, and uh, try to make the most out of it. And uh, yeah, that's about all I really had to say about it. Giving up Ennis and, and bringing back Mello means that you guys are down a center from where you were 72 hours ago. Is have you had conversations since and what that might do to your playing time in comparison for last year? Is that Have you guys even gotten to that point? No, we haven't got to that point. I, I think for me, I, I've learned that you just have to be ready. And things happen, things change, um, guys get hurt. You usually get an opportunity at some point. So um, for me, I'm trying to be in as good a shape, be as healthy as I can, and uh, and see what happens. I think that's always the – as a player, that's always the best mindset is to not um, – think anything's set in stone or, or think anything's going to happen, just be ready for it. And, and if opportunity comes, it'd be great. And uh, I hope, I, hope I'm hope i able to, to do well with it and play well with it. How do you think, uh, you know, this organization is showing that it 
it's willing to continue to go out and add key pieces. How do you think that reflects on a guy like Russell or Paul George that has a decision to make, whether it's before training camp or in free agency in 2018? Mm-hmm. I think, well, as players, you you want to have the best team possible. And, um, you know, we appreciate the the team or the the front office doing what they can to give us that. And, you know, as always, I, I feel like those guys know what they're doing and uh, they've got a proven track record and, and they've made good decisions. So uh, this is what they want to do with the team. So we're here, we're happy about it. And, you know, I think Russell appreciate Russell knows that, uh, that the team is, is, uh, has been supportive of his career, and, and he, it's been a good place for him. Um, but for us, we're, we play with who we got, and we're, we'll be ready to go. And it, it's a, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be a fun year, I think. All right. All right. First question. Hey, Dre. Let's get it over with. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Russell still has a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Paul George is going to be a free agent. But – you, you, this team continues to add key pieces, added Carmelo Anthony this this weekend. Uh, what do you think that message sends to guys like Russell and Paul George who have the sense to make that the team is not only still going and, and, and willing to do it, but they're, mm-hmm. they're able to pull off these moves uh, time and time again? Um, it just shows you, you know, how much we're invested in the organization and, you know, Russell and the guys we bring in. Um, it just shows you how much they mean to this organization and how much we want them back. Um, and uh, I think they know that. Um, so, uh, you know, it's all up to them on the decisions. Uh, I'm a grown man, and uh, I think they'll do what's best for them and themselves and their family. So, uh, yeah. We like to talk about super teams in the NBA, whether it's now with the Warriors or years back with, with, with the Heat. Do you think this qualifies the Thunder now with, with having this trio of shooters and, and yeah. scores as a super team? Yeah, for sure. Uh, got three All-Stars on the team. Um uh, you know, and uh, the type of caliber players they are, I think I definitely think this qualifies as a super team. Uh, there's not that many uh, teams in the league with as many stars as we have. Uh, so uh, I definitely would throw, uh, throw ourselves up there. So, yeah, just got to make things happen. Andre, what kind of opportunities do you see for yourself as an offensive player when you have three other offensive players of that caliber mm-hmm. uh, out there with you? Uh, I see a lot of opportunity, to be honest. Uh, just knowing the main focus is going to be on those three guys. Uh, and, uh, you know, just kind of play off of them, feed off of them, get out of fast breaks, cut back doors, stuff like that, spot up wide open. Uh, I see a lot, of, a lot of opportunity, not just for me, but, you know, everybody else on the team. So, uh, you know, we got a great coach in Billy Donovan. Uh, he's going to put people in the right positions to succeed and, and capitalize off of uh, defense's coverages. So uh, I think it will be a big year for us. What what are you doing when you find out about the mellow trade? What's uh what's what's your just initial reaction when that happens? Uh, it's a funny story behind this. Uh, I was actually uh, out with Doug, and uh, <laughs> notification popped up on Bleacher Report uh, about you know Carmelo th- uh, adding the Thunder to the list, and we just started rambling on that and like, yo, I might be out of here, man. I might be one of the guys. <laughs> Next morning he was out of there, so I was like, "Man, I had to call him." Next day he just started laughing. And he was like, "Man, I miss you guys, but you know, uh, it's gonna be a great opportunity for him. Uh, get some playing time over there, and uh, uh, I guess it's a win-win situation for both. So, uh, gonna miss both those guys, Ennis and, and and Doug, and great players and great organ- great guys. So, um, yeah, you're. I I know you and Ennis specifically are are pretty close. Yeah, I mean, what? 
what conversations have you had with him? Is that is that harder than when usually like other times when teammates have gotten traded? Uh, I mean, it's always hard when teammates get traded. Um, you know, because you know, Thunder do a great job of bringing great guys in here, um, and you have great character. Um, and you know, you don't ever want to see you know people like that leave. So, um, and we all understand it's a business. Uh, and Ennis, you know, he he knew that at the end of the day. As much as he talks trash on Twitter, uh, you know, he's a really he's a real great guy, and uh, you know, he cares a lot for this team, this organization, and he kind of expressed that in his video he posted. Uh, on Twitter and social media, so um, no matter how much you try to play the big, big bad role, he's he's a great guy. So um, he'll be missed over here. Hey Andre, uh, I know over the summer uh, there, you've worked on your game. I've mm-hmm. heard you worked on your game a lot. Uh, now with the pieces that are in play, because this is definitely a chess game, not checkers. Yeah. Okay. You got to plan <laughs> these things chess. through. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Thank you for knowing the movie reference from that. <laughs> no, but, uh, but but with that in mind, I'm looking forward to seeing how you step up your game. I mean, when you got these place, pieces in play mm-hmm. like this, it all it invigorates you to do better, to yep. excel. So what part, and now that you've done all your part to mm-hmm. train over summer, what will that make you do now that you got these other elements in play? How, how are you going to uh, just get out there and get after it, son? Oh. Uh. Like I said before, you know, Billy's going to do a great job putting us all in great positions, as, as he's done in the past. Um, you know, it just gives us a lot of, you know, a lot of possibilities. You know, we're all versatile on both ends of the floor. Um, and it's just it's just all up to, you know, chemistry now and playing together. Uh, I think we can all, you know, complement each other in, in certain ways. So, uh, I mean, that's what our team is all about. So, uh, I guess we're still figuring that out. Uh, we got a good training camp, got to go through, and a uh, great preseason uh, uh, to do before we start the season. So uh, it's gonna be good. Uh, what's your What's your biggest individual goal this year? Is it first team all defense? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, my individual goal, I mean, just like everybody else on the team, is to win it all, um, especially with the pieces we got, and uh, you know. Uh, it's always been a goal of mine, uh, team first. Like individual, I guess you could say first team on defense, uh, and improve my overall game stats. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of defense, how much better do you think uh, at least the starting five will be defensively now that uh, we got Paul? You and Russell last year were pretty much the only two uh, perimeter players defensively that were really stout. Mm-hmm. How do you think they're going to be like this year? Uh, <clears throat> I think it's going to be good. Um, like I said before, it, you know, Paul's a versatile guy. Patrick's a good defender. You know, we can switch a lot, you know, go small ball, uh, stuff like that. We get, you know, a lot of coverages and schemes we can throw at t- teams uh, to kind of mix it up and make it hard for them. So, um, like I said, we got a lot of possibilities. It's going to be interesting. So, it's going to be fun. Dre, you spoke about being first team all defense for yourself, but just talk about defensively what you guys can do as a whole and how, how ready you are for training camp tomorrow. Uh, I mean, I'm ready as ever. Every damn, I'm ready as ever. Ever can be. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's tomorrow. I'm, uh, I think we're all excited. Um, um, definitely, uh, one of our goals is definitely try to be number one defense in the league. Um, and you know, we got the pieces to do it. So it's all about us going out there and doing it and and doing it together, uh, being on the right page and uh, you know, growing as a, as a unit. So it's gonna be good. Uh, worked on a little bit of everything. 
mainly, I, I guess you could say, is my my health, my diet, taking care of my body. Uh, uh, I guess it comes with maturity, I guess, and getting rid of junk food. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall game, working on my shooting, handling, my passing, um, and just trying to get better in those areas. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him out. I mean, obviously, I guard him, so I mean, talking to each other half the time. But um, no, nah, he's a great guy. I see him out you know, off season, eating out, stuff like that. So uh, we chat here and there. But it was kind of cool to see the trade go down. I was like, "Yep, it's my guy." So um, Dre, you, you oh, just sorry. guarded him last year. You, I mean, just recently, you, you've been dealing with him. What, what mm-hmm. is he now as an offensive player? What what kind of challenge is he for a defender? What kind of challenge is he? Uh, it's gonna be tough, uh, to be honest. You know, it's who they put on. Uh, I mean, you know, you got Russell, you got Paul, you got Carmelo, you got Pat, you got Steve down low. So, I mean, you gotta. I don't think that many, many teams have that many defenders to kind of guard all three of those. So you gotta kind of pick your poison, um, and you know, want to capitalize off of that. Um, uh, so you know, Carmelo's a great player. He knows he knows the game real well, uh, as, as you probably seen in the off season with the hoodie and all. So uh, he's he's definitely gotten a lot better, um, and I'm excited, man. He's a he's a great player, and uh, I think he, he wants to win real bad, just like the rest of us. So uh, he fits in. For Olympic mellow or hoodie mellow? Oh, that's a tough question. That's a tough. I like Olympic mellow, but I also like what I seen this summer. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the hoodie then. Nobody brought it up, but what, what's your thoughts on the statement jerseys and um, how you feel about those? Man, I think they're a great look for us, man. Uh, something new, something fresh. Uh, when I first seen Paul George, when I was like, man, those look better than I actually thought they were going to uh, in the pictures. So uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, you know, especially they, you know, represent Oklahoma City and what we're all about. Um, so uh, it's going to be good for us. Um, I'm sure you saw what Kevin Durant saw on Twitter, and I'm sure you had something to say about it. What was going through your head when you found out what he said? Uh, man, to be honest, uh, it didn't really matter what he said. I mean, it's all in the past now. We want to control what we can control um, and move forward as an organization and as a whole. So um, whatever the outside noise is, we're going to let it be. And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to get better and grow as a unit and, you know, move towards our goal of winning the championship. So. All right, thank you. Who's there? Oh, what's up, what's up? Hey, mate. How we doing? Lads. Lasses. How are we? <clears throat> Closer to me. Um, I have to ask, Stephen, um, with the departure of the other stash bro, Enos, what do you have to say about that, and how, how are you going to move forward from this after losing one of your good buddies? I mean, you didn't die, mate. Like, <laughs> 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 Everyone's been coming at me like you passed away. Right? Then I'd be sad, but... He just moved down the road, mate. I, I see him soon, like in like three weeks. He's like our first game. Like, I'm not going to miss him. I'm going to see him in a couple of days. Unbelievable. On yeah. the court. On the court. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, but um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's definitely, definitely going to be missed around here. Uh, it's definitely sad, but, you know, that's just how it goes. But, again, uh, the relationships that you make around here, especially in the locker room, uh, they, they really stick. You know, it ain't. We know that you might play for other teams and stuff, but, you know, so we're always going to be friends. Um, brothers, I don't know what you want to call it, but, yeah. <laughs> do you have your glasses on backwards, bro? I do, yeah. That's awesome. I always wear them like that. Outstanding, sir. <laughs>
Stephen, big big changes on the roster since uh, since your last game. Uh, Felton and, and Patterson and the two the two new superstars. What's your thought of playing on a virtually new team? No, it should be good. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm telling everyone like the, the main thing is that they're good locker room guys first, um, and, and they definitely are. The Yemen, I mean, they just. Their family straight away, if you know what I mean. So that's always the most important thing. And then from there, it's just you know, just blow them in. Obviously, they're high caliber players, and they they'll offer a lot to us. So and they'll do whatever, whatever is necessary to win. How, yeah. how can you tell somebody it's a good locker room player quickly? What's what's the my, sign? My judgment's on the handshake, mate. You know, you've got to give a good. Yeah, you know, back back to old school, mate. You just got to give a good handshake, eye contact, and you know. And they all did that. It was, yeah, that was good. So embrace them. And so, yeah, that's what I know right away. Right away, good guy. So, yeah, good guys in my books, mate. Steve, you uh, you had a pretty good time. Steve. Steve, sure. <laughs> there we Why go. Not? Best friends. <laughs> Let's get casual. <laughs> there you go, mate. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> no, go on, mate. You, had, you had a pretty good time at the zoo last week. You planning on going back anytime soon? Oh, uh, yeah. So I was asking the dude about um, internships and all that. Yeah, it was sick. Um, can't tell you the answers, but... Don't laugh, mate. Come on, mate. Serious. No, nah, just because of the zoo. The zoo was awesome, mate. It was just outstanding. Just an unbelievable place. Uh, I find it weird that Oklahoma has a zoo for butterflies. <laughs> Is that weird for you guys or no? That's normal? Butterflies at a zoo? Just go to your garden, mate. <laughs> unbelievable. Might be just me, mate. Might be just me. And uh, the, the basketball stuff, last year you guys didn't nearly have the spacing that you anticipate to have this season. How do you think that's going to affect your game offensively, whether it's setting ball screens, being able to roll to the basket, that kind of stuff? I think it's um, I mean, my role's... Are you asking about the role? No, it's just what it's going to create with the new perimeter players. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, the spacing around you guys with the extra shooting, yeah. Mello, Paul George, all that, how, how's that going to affect your, you in the pick and roll game and, and opening up the lobs and all that um, stuff? Well, for me, I mean, it'll just open up the roles, but uh, regardless, it's just going to open up a lot of, a lot of things. A lot of different things now um, because obviously you have to respect all the players' um, perimeter shooting. Every players, I'm trying to jump in on there. Okay, everyone but but me. <laughs> perimeter shooting. So like, so obviously they're gonna have to drag out more. So it's just going to create a ton of opportunities in that sense. But um, again, it's just about being disciplined with those, uh, with those little things like that, like passing and then driving and creating for great shots rather than good shots. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, Steven. Uh, Hello. This, hey, how you doing? Uh, I like what you've done. Uh, you're a funny guy, first and foremost. So that I love that, that you like to uh, have fun with, you know, the paparazzi and the media and stuff like that. And paparazzi? The you guys yeah. are paparazzi? Yeah. Disrespect. But. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but, check this, but check this out, though. The thing that, that I've touched on all day that I've talked about with the players that I've had the opportunity to do is that you got maturity now on your team. And maturity – on the team makes, I think, a better cohesive unit. And I think with what you've done, I think that you've practiced and worked on your game over the summer, and that will make you more attacking now back in the paint. Like, the, the beast is back. I believe it's it's back. I'll take you. it. I believe <laughs> Keep talking. It. I, I, great. I believe <laughs> Head's it. just going. I, I believe it. I, I, <laughs> I, be I, I see it happening because, you know, you know, now teams won't be, you know, so quick to put you on the paint. Because I know you're going to be nailing those shots, and I know that with this team cohesion, you know it just revitalizes the whole group and collective. So, your thoughts 
on on how everything. Well, I just wanted to get your your opinion and you know set it up for you. How do you think with all the changes and what you've done as your part yeah. to make your game better? What will Stephen Adams be contributing now to the Thunder basketball team as before? I know that was a long ring around. I mean, it's so hard to follow up with a question know, like that. I know, but, I, but I love. So I, I can't give you give much compliments. I believe in sharing yeah. sandwiching. I can't. I can't give you. I can't give you much after that question. Wow, that was outstanding. It's almost like an exam. Um, no, so what am I going to contribute? I guess. I guess it's, it's, it's just it's just more the same. It's it's all the same stuff. Um, again, but it's just down to just down to the coach and what we have to do as a team to put us in the best position to win. Because um, obviously we have an ultimate goal. We want to reach that regardless of any individual stats or whatever. So whatever it takes, really, uh, whatever he asks. I mean, I'm not the only one. Um, anyone on the team would say the same thing. Whatever whatever is asked of uh, the coach, then that's what we're going to go out and do. I think you got the recipe to do it. I think you're going to take it this year. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my head, mate, is just... Woo! Yes! <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyway, yeah, like to follow up on that one, right? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck on that one, guys. Yeah, that's a good question. Hype me up. Nice. No one? Thanks, Good choice. Good choice. All right, very well. Thank you. Let's dive right in. Um, what, what are you thinking when you're watching the, the protests in the NFL yesterday um, after the, the comments from... From President Trump, um, is it's it's interesting. I think you know, I'm proud. I think America was built on a foundation of people standing up for what they believe in, and I think that throughout history, you can look at any process that's occurred, and they're not well received at the time that they occur. I think that's pretty obvious. That's why that they that's why the protest has to take place. Um, so obviously, I think what they're doing there is. It's a good thing, and I think it's calling attention to problems that we have in this country, and obviously there's going to be some resistance, but I think that they're, they're on the right path. Josh, with uh, all of the additions that the Oklahoma City Thunder have gotten this year, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, Patrick Patterson, what do you see your role being for the team and um, for the organization? I mean, I try to be whatever they want me to be. Obviously, we're loaded with talent. Um, Going into this year, selfishly, I want to take as much as I can from these guys because it's not, it's not often that a player gets to learn from that level of uh, talent in one person, let alone three. So I'm going to take that and try to make myself as um, skilled as a player as I can possibly be, possibly be so that when my time does come, I can step up and do what it is they need me to do to win. You're close to Dennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's your reaction when you, you see that he's traded and, of course, that that mellow is coming in. It's a mixed bag, man. It's obviously, you know, it's disappointing to see Ennis go because, like you said, I was close with him and I was close with Doug too. But um, at the end of the day, this is a business, and those guys are amazing guys, and they're talented enough that wherever they do end up, I mean, New York we're in, being the place now, um, they're going to succeed. I mean, I have no doubt about that in my mind. And then obviously, as a member of the Thunder, I want our team to be as um, as good as possible and to be able to succeed. So bringing in an addition like Mello is, is huge, and it's exciting. You know, Josh, if, if you're a fan or media, you follow all this off-season stuff religiously and get all excited about rumors and things. Do you guys follow it close? And when did you first realize, hey, 
we're trading. We just traded for Paul George, or we um, might get Carmelo Anthony, and then you do get Carmelo Anthony. You know, I think ideally, I try to you know stay away from it as much as I can. But if you're on any sort of social media, it's almost impossible to to avoid. Uh, so it was out there, and you see it. Um, but there's so many rumors always flying around that it's just kind of like, all right, they come and go. You don't really pay attention to them until until it happens. So, um, so when I saw, you know, the Paul George trade, obviously that was a big surprise to me because I think one thing that everybody in this room can agree on is that Sam Presti works in silence and he's a magician, and I don't think anybody ever expects the things that happen to happen. So that caught me off guard, but obviously I was excited about it. Same thing with the, uh, the Mellow trade the other day. You have uh, an update on Muscle Watch? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's kind of it's no. Uh, you know, yeah. Been in the weight room in the off season, best shape of my life. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's tough. That's I mean. Obviously, uh, Hoodie Mello is kind of the, the here and now. The, so I'm going to have to go with Hoodie. He seems to be on a roll right now. <laughs> and, uh, Josh, how do you like the uh, new NBA uniforms? I like them. Um, comfortable, man. Uh, I'm a big Nike guy, so I was really excited when I found out Nike would be taking over the contract. Uh, so it's exciting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, testing them out here in, in a few weeks. All right. Thanks, everybody. Hey, uh, you have any update on your just your knee situation? What you'll be able to do this week and all that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm ready to to go and tomorrow I'll practice with the team, with the, with the team, just like normal. When, when did you find out you were going to be cleared? Uh, I asked it on Thursday, I guess, when I was start when I started like doing everything on the court, and they said like if everything goes okay, I'll practice with the team. Alex, a lot different roster than. When you, uh, when we last saw you in, in April, what what do you think about all the changes with with all the new guys? I think we really make a good team. <laughs> I mean, uh, we got Mello and PG, so is Russ and more guys on the team. So I'll say we're a good team to fight for the championship. Alex, with the addition of PG and Russ. Um Mello. There's not, there's not an. Or I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> PG and Mello. There's not a uh, that a lot of defenders um, to cover all those guys at one time. Are you excited about the possibility of potentially getting a lot more open looks and a lot more, you know, wide open three pointers? Sure. I mean, if we have on court Westbrook, PG, uh, Mello, and let's say Stephen Adams, nobody's going to look for Abrines. So <laughs> that will give me <laughs> a lot of open threes, and that's what I like. So. Alex, you you put on a lot of a lot of pounds this summer. Can, can you explain your your workout regimen and and how you actually did it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's just like control your meals, eat more protein and and veggies, and and then work on the gym. Uh, I got a plan f- uh, to follow all the summer. I did it, and thanks to the strength coaches, I was able to to win over I would say like ten pounds during the summer. Uh, kind of following along with Fred's question here, you added that muscle in the off season. How is that going to affect your game necessarily? You already know you're a good three point shooter. What else will that help? Uh, I'm just if you know the league. I mean, uh, all the players are really strong, so 
one thing I realized over the first year is I got to change my body if I want to play this league. So that's what I did, and I was my first focus during the first year and this first off season. Alex, ¿cómo estás? Uh, Alfredo de Telemundo, Oklahoma. Yo sé que te acabo de molestar hace unos pocos minutos. Ah, pues acerca del de cambio que vas a hacer en tu uh, estilo de juego, porque yo sé que eh, las, la campaña anterior uh, fue nada más puros tres. ¿Qué vas a hacer en tu uh, tipo de juego, estilo de juego, para poder contribuir a este equipo? Bueno, eh, yo creo que... Sí, que bueno, que no tengo que perder ese, ese tirador, ¿no? Eh, que ya que ya soy y simplemente tengo que ir añadiendo pues más cosas, ¿no? Con estos tres jugadores o depende con los jugadores que tenga en, en ese momento en pista, pues tendré que pues jugar más con balón o sin balón, ¿no? Sobre todo pues abrir más espacios y muchas veces pues encontrar el hueco cerca de canasta. In English basically you were saying that you're just much more than a three point shooter. Uh, could you tell the rest of us kind of what you said at the end there? Yeah. I mean, I was just saying, like, it depends actually with uh, which players I'm on the court. If I'm with Russ, PG, and Mel, they're going to handle the ball. So I'll need to work on my uh, non-ball movement and sometimes get, uh, like, easy layups or cuts. Move. Uh, and if I'm with the other players, maybe try to to create for the team, play some pick and rolls, and, of course, like, be as sure as I am. Yeah, I mean, we we work differently here because we play different. But of course, I mean, just being around uh, legends like the Gasol brothers or uh, Navarro or NBA players, Ricky Rubio, uh, helps me a lot. So I'm just trying to learn from them as, I'm, as much as I want to learn from those guys here. Yeah, thank you. Raymond, you obviously played with Carmelo in New York. What was your uh, reaction? What, what, what were you doing when you found out about it? And what's just your reaction to playing with him again? Oh man, I was excited. You know, um, I gave him a gave him a call to talk to him, and um, it's fun. It's, it's gonna be fun to be back with him again, man. And uh, we had a lot of good times with each other. But with this team, the team that we um, we formed and we put together, it's gonna be a special team, man. I look forward to it. I look forward to tomorrow getting started. That all of the mellow stuff pretty much went down pretty quick over like a 24-hour period. So, what was that experience like for you? How, how were you following it, and how'd you find out? And how'd you react? Um, I really didn't know anything, and I, I I heard something, but you know, I really don't pay attention to rumors too much. You know what I'm saying? But once it actually officially went down, you know, I got that phone call, and um, I was excited, man. You know, I was excited. You know, I, I tend to not to pay attention to the rumors and this trade is going to happen, that trade is going to happen, I kind of stay away from there. What made you choose the Thunder in free agency? It's a team that I, I feel like is, is in the verge of doing something special. <laughs> Hence, as you can see, as you can see now, um, I didn't know all of this was going to happen you know, prior to um, signing here. But um, it was a team, it was an organization and a team that I was um, excited about. You know, I, I love the the family atmosphere that you know that we have here, and um, it just it just felt like the right thing, you know. And I'm excited, and I definitely know I did the right thing now. So, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. Raymond, you you've been around a while. You've seen a lot of different situations. How tough of a of a coaching job does Billy Donovan have? He's got a lot of talent, but he's right. got to figure out a way to use 
bunch of new players, not just the superstars, you and Patrick, a lot of new players. How tough of a coaching job will that take? Um, well, you know, I, I don't think that's – I don't really think that's somewhat fair in a sense because at the end of the day, you know, we, we the players and, we you know, we, we, we all grown men and – Whatever coach needs us to do, I think we should do it, you know, and some nights you may not like it, some nights you may love it, you know, but overall I think that, you know, it's all on us. You know, we can't really put nothing on him. You know, he has the talent, he has his system, you know, we have to find a way to, you know, put our game into his system. And I think the biggest thing we have to learn, you know, is sacrifice this year. You know, I think we have the right group of guys who are willing to do that. And I don't think we're going to have any problem in that aspect. And I think Coach Donovan is going to have a, a, a fun year. He's going to have a fun year. Uh, Raymond, I don't know if you saw Greg Popovich's comments today uh, kind of about the whole Donald Trump situation, NFL protests. Uh, the gist of it was that he stood behind players who said that they can kneel. He also called our uh, country an embarrassment. What does it mean to you when an elder statesman like Greg Popovich uses his platform to, to, to speak up on behalf of uh, players? I feel like in everything in that aspect is, is, is everybody's own opinion. You know, everybody have their opinion. Somebody else might feel a certain way, and then this person here might feel a certain kind of way, you know. And with me, I'm just all about I'm, – I'm not a politician, and I'm not into politics, so I don't really – I don't get into all of that, you know. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm all about whatever everybody else is down to do, I'm down to do it. You know, rather as long as it's the right thing to do. You know, at the end of the day, but um, far as what what Coach um, Popovich did, that's his opinion. If that's what he said, then that's that's his own opinion. Uh, Raymond, you've played for several different organizations uh, throughout your career. Mm-hmm. Um, in the short time that you've been here, uh, has there been anything different within the Thunder organization that's maybe different than the rest of the organizations throughout the league that you've played for? Everything is different in every organization. You know, is that's just what it is. You know, that's why it makes every organization its own unique, you know, organization and team. But um, what I will say is about this organization is that um, it's 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 been it's been wonderful. It's been amazing and. You know, it's like I said from day one when I first signed here. It's it's been family oriented, and um, like it's just it's been nothing but a one. And I'm not saying it hasn't been that way in all the other teams. Like I said, every other team is different in its own way. You know, I have nothing but love and respect for every team that I play for because they gave me an opportunity to play basketball, which is something I love to do. Yeah, this the Thunder struggled last year with its second unit when Russ was on the bench. Mm-hmm. Adding you and, and Patrick clearly helped the depth. But with George and Carmelo, is, is it a chance now that this, this team is so deep that the second unit, whatever, ever how it looks, can really be formidable? No, I mean you. You need you. You're gonna need everybody on this team. You know, it's not about first unit, second unit. It's about all 15 guys coming together each and every day to make each other better, and for us to to get better as a team. You know, because at some point you're gonna need everybody. You know, rather guys getting rest and other guys need to step up who don't play a lot of minutes. Rather guys somebody gets hurt, knock on wood that nobody does. You know, and you know it's just it's all about everybody getting better. You know, I really don't like to tend to talk about first unit, second unit, or starting five, or, you know, who's coming off the bench. All of us have the same goal. All of us have our own roles, and we have to be good at it. Thank you. All right. Good. Patrick, first of all, how is your knee, and is there any any uh, update mm-hmm. on your progress? Uh, progress is good day to day. In my mind, it's all about being 
hundred percent by the time tip off. That's all I care about. So it's going good. Uh, trainer and staff has got me on the on path, on pace to be there. Do you know what you're doing tomorrow yet? Do you know what, like what freedom you have to do? Not yet, not yet. So I assume when I roll in there tomorrow morning, uh, they'll inform me all that. Secondly, you know, I think everybody sort of projected you to start that power mm-hmm. forward here when you signed. Now Carmelo Anthony comes in. What, what was your reaction to that happening? What do you think about the, about what that does to the rotations and that sort of thing? Oh, I was happy. Um, only makes us better, you know. Adding him onto this team only makes us better, and it's all about the team, not about me starting, not about me coming off the bench or my playing time or minutes. It's all about us collectively as a unit getting better and uh, all heading towards that one goal, which is to win a championship and get to the finals, both of those. So I was happy. Um, great addition to the team, phenomenal player, even better individual, and it's only going to make us better. Patrick, I got the vibe that you were a, a kind of a fan favorite in Toronto with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Toronto is a much, much different city than Oklahoma City. What's mm-hmm. that adjustment been like? It's been cool. You know, I grew up in West Virginia uh, pretty much my whole life. I went to Kentucky, so I always compare it to the University of Kentucky as far as being the it team. Um, basketball rules all in Kentucky, and it's the same thing out here. Of course, you have Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, but uh, the Thunder pretty much, in my opinion, rule all. And the fans, the people here are so heartwarming and loving and, and opening. Um, the weather's great out here. The food's good. So the transition's been great. I've had a lot of fun and met a lot of interesting people, seen a lot of cool places. So I've been enjoying myself. Yeah, Patrick, speaking of that, mm-hmm. we always got the idea that even if the Thunder could trade for Carmelo, he wouldn't come here. Just mm-hmm. New York guy, love New York. We're not New York. What is it about this place that would make it, outside of just the roster and the organization, that would make it, think it'd be okay for a guy to Carmelo to say, hey, I, I don't mind. I don't mind living Yeah, there. outside the organization, the teammates, um, of course, winning is the environment here. Outside of all that stuff, the people and the fans make the city great and what it is, um, and that appeals to players. It appeals to me. Um, that's why it's one of the reasons why I came here. But uh, for anyone individually, um, for them to come here, you know, outside of the Thunder itself and the, pe- and the, and the team and the coaching staff, um, the people, the fans – the weather, the environment, uh, it's a great place to be. It's a good place to be. If you have a family, it's, it's po- nothing but positive energy. And um, I don't see why people wouldn't come here just because all those factors combine into something great. It's a little bit of a follow-up to, to mm-hmm. Barry's. But historically, this organization hasn't really signed big-name guys, You know, convinced big-name guys to come here in whatever capacity, whether it's like Melo in a trade or something like that. Mm-hmm. What's... What's changed? I mean, you came here, Ray decided to come, and he's a mm-hmm. big-time vet, and, and Melo's obviously a huge name. What is there? Is there something in the league that you've seen or with the reputation of the organization that's changed over the last five years or whatever it's been? Uh, the reputation here has been nothing but phenomenal, but, but positivity, you know, from uh, the guys who have been here and given this organization and the city success, uh, from the players saying nothing but positive and great things about their experience here on and off the court to winning, uh, to being in the national limelight, to the entire country, the entire world, knowing who the Oklahoma City Thunder are. uh, Throughout the course of the years, it gradually becomes more appealing. And as you continue to win, that's only going to cause guys to want to be here. And you have great GM, you have a great coaching staff, you have phenomenal players and amazing fans. You know, it's, it's only going to get better. And throughout time, as you've seen, it's gotten better. And guys have been wanting to come here. And guys want to win. And you go to a team that you feel like you can win, that you see yourself best fitting in. And um, that's that's what we've been seeing this past summer. What was the best movie you saw this summer? Best movie I saw this summer? Well, um, 
It hasn't come out yet. Uh, you got a couple months, but it's called The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Mark that down. Uh, it comes out in a couple months, but mark that one down. Uh, Mother, I don't know if anyone's seen that. Go check it out. Make sure you bring um, a brown paper bag just in case you get a little sick, a little woozy. Make sure you stay the whole entire movie. Don't leave early. So definitely those two. Hey, Patrick. Um, so Saturday, things kind of changed as far as the team goes mm-hmm. and maybe as far as your standing within, this te- within the team. Mm-hmm. So how, did you, how do you see your role kind of changing uh, now that Carmelo is in the, in the mix, mm-hmm. uh, probably as a starter now? Uh, my role is still the exact same. Uh, energy guy, anytime I step on the court, making sure the energy is up, energy level is great. Uh, my teammates are all comfortable with what's going on out there in the plays, spacing the floor on offense, uh, taking my shots as they come, three points, transition, playing great defense, being able to switch on to a guard, being able to guard my man in the post, talking and communication, whether that's me starting, whether that's me coming off the bench. Even when I signed, nothing was told to me I'm going to start. No one said that. Uh, I, I expected to come here and earn a spot, whether it's starting or whether it's coming off the bench, whether it's the sixth man, whether it's the eighth man in rotation. Uh, when I signed here, I knew I was going to have to work hard to get minutes out there on the court. So uh, that's my mindset. You know, no one's changing that. No one, new addition-wise, is going to change that. But um, that's pretty much my role. That's what I just explained. Cool? Thank you. Samaj, what do you see your uh, role being on this team, uh, considering all the new additions and all the shakeup to the lineup? Uh, what do you see your role being, and how do you see yourself growing as a as a player? Uh, just coming in every day, uh, being the same consistent player. Uh, really wouldn't say as a role. Just come in and do my do my job uh, and keep the guys happy. Samaj, you have a special place in Thunder history because uh, you hit the shot that Russell basically broke the triple-double record with. Um, and I know you're young, but have you thought about what you're going to tell your kids and your grandkids about how you and Russell scored maybe 50 together and, like, what your your greatness is and all that? Uh, nah, not yet. I'll probably just put it up on YouTube or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. They know, though. Somebody tell them. Somebody tell them. As a point guard, when you look out there and you see Carmelo Anthony and Paul George, what kind of opportunities is that for you, and how fun is that going to be? It's a great opportunity. Uh, Those superstar players right there that you're playing with and make the game, will make the game easy for you uh, if you play the right way. Uh, I'm ready to to see what it's like. Uh, It's definitely going to help me out a lot and build confidence up for me uh, playing with those guys. So. Ready to see what it, ready to see what it's like. Smodge, so, coming into your second year, what's been the biggest adjustment from you going from now your rookie year to your second season? Uh, I really want to say a big adjustment. Just being confident, being ready to play, being ready to compete when my name is called. Uh, I really want to say it's an adjustment. Just we got new guys on the team, and a lot of firepower on the team. So just figure figure that part out where I fit in or where, what can I do to help. That's pretty much it. You went into training camp last year on a on a non guaranteed deal and ended up making it through and being there for the whole season. What what can you take away from what you did last year that can that can help you this year in a similar situation? Uh, really, just try not to worry about it. Let 
control what I can control. Uh, come in there and compete and, and do what I do uh, best. Uh, I can't really control what what the end outcome is. Just come in and compete. Uh, I feel like that's how I got through training camp last year. Same thing this year. Just come in and compete and be focused. Terrence, this obviously is a very different team than the one, the roster when you got drafted. What, for you as a young guy, what's it like just to know now you're going to be learning things from Paul George and Carmelo Anthony and be around those guys? I uh, know those guys are future Hall of Famers in this game. So to be able to just come in right away as a rookie and just learn from them, uh, just picking from each and every brain, um, you know, just learning and trying to get better as a person, as a player, and just how to survive inside this league. Terrence, what's your first NBA summer like? What What, what do you do from a workout perspective and from a lifestyle one? Uh, from lifestyle first, uh, just trying to find a home. Just trying to find somewhere to stay. Uh, I'm just trying to get my body right for uh, for the season and on the court, like just working out, just doing my game, uh, a lot of shooting, just staying in shape, just just those things. Does, does a season where you're abroad and kind of have to be on your own, you're living in another country and trying to figure that on your own, does that kind of help with that process? Is there sort of a familiarity because of it? Oh, yeah, most definitely, no. I matured a lot uh, last year, you know, going to Australia, different country. I'm a young guy. Uh, it definitely helps coming back home. Uh, very way easier here though, you know, coming back home, just trying to find a spot and just living on your own. I'm pretty much used to it now. Sat that uh, that year in Australia, so it's pretty easy now. Stephen is from New Zealand and has made very clear he does not <laughs> like Australia very much. Has he uh, given you any grief about playing there? Well, I'm not Australian, so he, he doesn't really give me any, uh, anything about it. But he definitely talks about Australia all the time, I, and it's uh, and it's a New Zealand Australian thing. But I understand it. But I'm not Australian, so he doesn't really give me anything about it. Being a Tulsa native, uh, now being back here in Oklahoma, just what has it been like since draft day so far, and now gearing up for the season with yourself and just your family here? Uh, it, it's crazy, like you said, being from Tulsa, being from Oklahoma, and playing for my home state team. Uh, it's an honor. And it's a blessing. I'm just taking it all in right now and just enjoying it. Do you have a plan yet? Have, have you spoken to people on kind of an outlook for this season, uh, where you might be playing your time, where you might be able to get your minutes in terms of in the G League versus uh, on the NBA roster? Uh, right now, I'm just taking step by step. Uh, like I said, it's listening, learning, uh, just getting familiar with everybody uh, in the arena, uh, with the coaches and players, and just like I said, taking step by step, just waiting for my day to come. You know, my agent just told me, you know, just stay focused. He said, uh, you know, you have nothing to worry about. So I wouldn't worry about anything. I was just playing my game, just working out, just staying the same person I am. Oh, good. Thank you, guys. Dakari, it kind of took you two years after being drafted, but you're you're finally here at uh – not at Blue Media Day this time. Is <laughs> is this like a cool feeling for you right now? Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, uh, the last two years are great um, and really helped with my development and growth. But, you know, it's been a long journey, but it's pretty cool just uh, just being around. And, you know, it's been a good day so far. Dakari, were you – did you always – have in your mind this would happen? Were you always confident you would get to this point? Yeah, I definitely was confident. You know, I believed in myself. You know, um, I really worked hard over the past two years. And, you know, um, each day it was it was a process. You know, um, sometimes I had doubts. But, you know, I just continued to work hard and, you know, continue to grow. What's the summer been like as you, 
you sort of sit back and see the team, and you know, one day suddenly you guys have Paul George, and then over the weekend you get Carmelo Anthony. What's what's that been like just to sort of follow along? Uh, you know, it's been crazy. You know, just to add players like that. You know, but um, we're all really excited, and I'm excited just to you know pick their pick their brains and you know just watch what they do every day. You know, what makes them so successful. So it should be exciting to see and watch. Uh, you know, I'm excited. You know, you always have to take advantage of opportunities, you know, and I feel like I've worked hard. You know, I'm going to continue to work hard, you know, and it's, it's a process. So, you know, I'm just going to take my time and just continue to work hard and, you know, listen to the veterans and, you know, follow what the coaches tell me. And, you know, it should be exciting. There's obviously now with Russ and PG and Melo, you got three stars. You have a lot of really talented players. It's a very different situation, but you played in college on a team where a lot of guys had agendas, a lot of guys trying to get drafted. That team kind of meshed. What's what's important for a team when a lot of great players are together to kind of mesh? Uh you know, it's really important to lock in each day, uh, every practice. You know, we competed against each other and made each other better. So, you know, with this team, I think we have to just do the same, you know, just compete against each other and just continue to grow as a unit and just take it day by day.